you know, reflecting on your, your time here at Lockport, going into your senior year, what would you say is a, a favorite memory or a top moment for you with the, uh, the cheer program? Um, I have two. Uh, you only get one. You only get one. <laughs> <laughs> Don't listen to him. <laughs> so I really enjoyed um, our first competition at Lockport. I feel like Jen did an amazing job at running the whole thing. And I feel like everything went really nice and we performed very well there. And then my second favorite would be, well, actually these are probably tied, um, was getting third at state because that was my first time on varsity ever being on podium. So that was a really cool experience. And this year, I hope we get to experience that again. You are listening to the Porter Pridecast, your home for the Lockport Porters on the airwaves. If you're looking for all the latest news and behind-the-scenes conversations about Lockport Township High School, then you're in the right place. Welcome into the Porter Pridecast. No one talks porters like we talk porters. Welcome to the Porter Pridecast, episode 21. You're here with Lockport teachers, Brett Hespel, that's me. And my man, Adam Ducare, and you are listening to the number one rated podcast on all things Lockport Township High School. Ducare, what's going on? Too much. Episode 21. Makes me think of my man, primetime Deion Sanders. I guess, uh, I guess you could Deion, say Deion. this is a primetime podcast now, so I guess it's fitting that we've, uh, we've made it here to 21. But uh, no, everything's Going good. Holidays are are almost here. Excited for that. First semester's done. Trying to Dion, Dion, if you're listening, we'll have you on to the podcast. You have nothing to do with Lockport High School, but we will be gladly we will gladly put an NFL Hall of Famer on the podcast. Hey, he uh, he might need some some Lockport recruits for uh, for football now. So the sure. pipeline the pipeline's open, Dion. Let me know. Somehow, Deion Sanders came up on episode 21 here. You never know what's going to happen on the Porter. Never do. Never do. You never know who's getting name dropped. Never know who's listening. So, Uh, This is episode 21. We are recording here a couple days before Christmas. So, Merry Christmas to everybody that's listening out there. And if you hear this after Christmas, then Happy New Year. And if you hear this after the New Year, then thanks for catching up. So that's where we're at. What do you got planned for the holidays here? Nothing. We're just uh, still finishing up a little quarantine action. So it's going to be nice and quiet holidays. Not leaving. Nobody's coming in. We're, uh, only thing open is the, uh, is the chimney. So yeah, that's what I was going to say. Does Santa Claus get to come in when it's quarantine? He gets the exemption. He gets the, uh, the, the one person exemption. You're allowed he one. The, he got the vaccine first. That's right. Yeah, so, um, by the way, what do you think about the new intro? We, we mentioned it on episode 20, just briefly, but we had so much nonsense to talk about. I didn't get into it. You like the new, like the new welcome? I do. I do. You know, it's uh, that coupled with the, uh, the guest appearance for the, the real intro to the, uh, to the, the show from uh, yours truly, the, the real voice of the Hespels. Yeah, uh, with Elena coming in, but no, I think it was a, a nice, nice touch to, to uh, the show. Like I said, we're always looking to improve, and um, I think even just the uh, the introduction, your man uh, hit it, and uh, ratings are gonna skyrocket. skyrocket. You know, I, I was I reached out to James Earl Jones first, and he said he had too many things going on. He couldn't get couldn't get it done quick enough. I was like, well, we need it for episode 20. He said, I understand that. But I said, listen, if you say it, they will come. So, and he just, oh. he, he was uh, a little too busy. Yeah. You know, fun. And, and random, uh, random fact, before I forget this, random fact okay. about James, my man, James, uh, James Earl. 
Last uh, last Disney we go to to or last Disney last Christmas we went to Disney and um, came back. My Jackson, my son, was obsessed with Star Wars. So we literally Disney Plus. We watched a Star Wars movie every single night. I kid you not, for about four months straight. And we're watching one, and I'm like, man, Darth Vader really sounds just like James Earl Jones. And and everyone's like, it is. Like, wh- where have you been? <sighs> Completely over my head. Never knew. But uh, again, yeah, there, another another name drop. I'm sure uh, he's also a loyal, Pridecast faithful, loyal listener. So, Yeah, so he, he said, I, I can't do it quick enough. So I turned to my main man, Phil Kazee. So if you – Phil. You probably don't know Phil Kazee, but if you do, that's his voice. Sounds great. Thanks to Brian Covey and the band for sending me, via Mike Dwyer, the recording – of the Lockport loyalty there. So it's a little combo. Like it. That thought was good. We need to upgrade that logo next. I think the logo's first of all, I think the logo's great. Because I made it. But uh it looks professional to me, but we need to we need to upgrade that a little bit. Maybe we can work on that in twenty twenty one. Give us a little little do it yourself project inspired by um Dr. Bob McBride. Yeah, there you go. We'll work on the we'll work on the logo. Yeah, so 20 episodes in the books here. We're on 21. And uh, like we mentioned in episode 20, we have crossed the 2,500 listener mark in all platforms put together. So we are marching towards 1 million (laughs) listeners. That's a slight jump, but I I love your ambition. Well, I mean, at some point, we'll get there. It's true. We won't put a time. There'll be no no timetable on that, but at one point we will be at a million listeners. So if we are at twenty five hundred on episode twenty, then by episode two hundred, when Dan Blaskovitz comes on, we should be around two hundred and fifty thousand. Did I do my math right there? There's yeah, that's got to be. I'll 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 fact check that in the morning with uh with Mrs. DeCare. She's super sharp over over break, always practicing her craft. So, see, Blasco, what really is happening is we're waiting till we have a quarter million listeners to bring you on. So, you should be honored. Yeah, I mean, he's such a, such a high-profile guest that we, we need the audience to be able to match his level of star power. Yeah. Uh, anyway, the first semester at Lockport is in the books now. We are on winter break, and it was uh, an interesting semester. Probably we'll never have another one like it. While I'm teaching, a little bit of hybrid with half the students in two days a week and the other half the other two days. And then a little bit of full remote where everyone's home and then back to hybrid and then back to remote. So, but, but I think everyone did a good job. I, I liked what I saw. I thought at least my students, I thought responded pretty well and it seemed to be the case across the board. So what do you think? Did you hear anything about how the school year went? Yeah, I mean, I, I uh, something I did on the last day of, of uh, before break was just gave a kind of a end of semester survey. So I've been kind of reading through those and uh, just to see feedback, what worked, what, you know, they didn't work. And overwhelming, you know, response, majority of the responses were that they, uh, they were pleased with how everything went. I, I thought, I told them, you know, they, I thought they handled it, you know, better than I probably would have if, if I was a freshman and that was my introduction to high school. But, you know, they kind of rolled with the punches, you know, schedules changing. They stuck with it. Obviously nothing's perfect, but uh, you know, I was, I was really pleased with their efforts and their patience, you know? So um, yeah, but it seemed like according to them, everything uh, went well, at least, at least for my class. So, you know, I, I got that to, uh, to look forward to and to build on. So. How many of those responses said that they were, did not like your sense of humor? You know, I haven't I haven't gone through all of them yet, and I gave them the the opportunity to put their name if they wanted, or make it anonymous because I said I wanted them to be to be brutally honest if possible. And um, so far, there's been a, a few that have said that uh, I kept the class lighthearted, and they appreciated my jokes. So, so I'm sure there'll be one that says you knock it off with the that. <laughs> That's the key. But, yeah, so here we go. We're uh, going to 
close up the first semester of the Porter Pridecast also today with a, a winter Passing sports <laughs> pass with flying colors. Oh yeah, A plus, <laughs> valedictorian type work. Well, that was because we took the accelerated curriculum when we had Dr. Gilbert and Dr. Greenan on. So the advanced placement honors track, <laughs> whatever you want, whatever you want to call it. That was what we, we we cranked it up to. Nailed it. Anyway, we are going to end the semester here with a little winter sports preview, uh, and then we'll we'll be moving on to episode twenty two, which is going to be uh, going back to our best of the decade series, and we covered football. Best of the decade in episode seven. And then we are going to cover boys track and field in episode 22. We've got two big time superstar division one athletes coming on the show. Oh, preview. He's looking at the Michigan banner. If you're listening on uh, to this and not watching, DeCare's got the, the Michigan Wolverines banner hanging behind him in his house because, uh, well, I'm not even going to get into it. But he's got the Michigan Wolverines banner hanging behind him. And when I mentioned the guests that are coming on, he quick turned around and glanced. So two big-time Division One stars. Who of them? Because it was a great decade. So excited about that. But anyway, that's episode 22. That'll be released, I don't know, probably before the new year. What do you think? Yeah, probably before. We'll, we'll close out 2020 with a bang. Right. It took the, one of those interviews was so good we had to do it twice. So uh, yeah, got to release that before something else goes wrong. Interesting. Starting. It was an interesting process. But our guest was an interesting guy. So uh, that's true. That's true. We are going to talk about winter sports though, right now. So let's just set the table for you before we jump into these interviews. We are on full remote learning. All sports have been put on a pause by the governor of Illinois. That was in early, mid-November, mid-November. So that included boys swimming and diving, cheerleading, dance, boys bowling, girls bowling. We're all put on pause. Boys and girls basketball and wrestling were moved in late October to high-risk sports and they were postponed. So there's no start date set for them. And right now we're waiting the governor's, um, letting everyone get back to sports, which will then be followed by an IHSA message on season length and stuff like that. The IHSA did say at their last board meeting that they are committed to every sport having a season at some point during the school year. So that's where we're at. Uh, so winter sports have started, but they haven't started. So it's kind of, I don't know, kinda, it's kind of where we're at. So what do you think about that, care? Yeah, I mean, obviously it's, it's encouraging to hear the IHSA, you know, saying the right things and, um, you know, being committed for the students and, uh, you know, all their efforts to, to do what they can to try to get them in. Um, you know, so hopefully we just we just get some some positive news with with the new year and and things can change. You know, so hopefully these uh, these winter sports. Hopefully there's no hiccups and uh, they can go on with their their seasons as planned here. And then um, you know, like like yourself who've been patiently waiting with basketball, this has got to be you know pretty um, pretty rough for you. This is an exciting time of your season, getting ready to go to that that. Huge tradition with the Pontiac tournament, um, you know, so just uh, everyone just trying to remain optimistic, you know, do what you can within the limits of, of getting a workout and, and condition and just keeping those athletes positive, I think is, is obviously the biggest thing. So, yeah, I'm, I'm just hopeful that uh, everything works out, you know, but it, it is nice to hear that the IHSA is, uh, you know, is, is remaining determined to get it all done, so. Interesting note there. You mentioned the Pontiac Holiday Tournament, which is where our boys' basketball team plays. It is the first ever holiday tournament in the country ever started, 1926, and has been going on since then. Only other time that it was paused was during World War II. 
So it has been a long time running. The Porters have been down there longer than any other team except for Pontiac. Uh, in fact, Lockport has won more games at that tournament than any other school. And that tournament is huge. It features some of the best teams from across the state. It's massive. There have been many NBA players there. Derek Rose, Jabari Parker, our guy, Rashawn Holmes. So uh, it's tough because obviously the, the guys love playing there. It's a tradition. But even, even just sitting and watching other games and the high-quality teams and stuff, it's going to be weird. It's going to be weird for me personally. But that's where we're at. Uh, one other note we should mention before we jump into these interviews, and we've got three teams coming on three coaches with some athletes. Uh, we tried to get everybody. It's just hard to get schedules to match up here late in the semester and when we're on break. But we do have a switch. The IHSA has moved badminton from the spring into the winter to try and free up uh, congestion later on in the season because badminton is a sport that can be played with some social distancing. And that should open up facility space for schools that sponsor badminton if boys and girls volleyball, boys and girls basketball, et cetera, are all having to go at the same time. So badminton is now a winter sport for this year. So we'll, we'll get them on here as well. Anyway, what do you say? Should we bring these, bring these coaches and athletes in? Yeah, I'm, uh, I'm, you mentioned all those NBA stars at Pontiac. You forgot to mention I've also been there. Um, not playing, attending one of those Lockport victories. And you just made me realize that my senior year, we drove down there we were, or my junior year, excuse me, we were playing Providence early game. I think it was like eight o'clock uh, tip off and got lost on the way back from Pontiac and ended up somehow in Manhattan. And here, here I am now a, a resident of the 60442. It was like a precursor. So all that history. Thank you, Pontiac for, uh, for leading me home. You drove, you drove home and you were, you were just like, mesmerized by Manhattan. Well, yeah, we got, we got lost, and all of a sudden we saw, a ro- we saw Galgar Road, and I'm like, I know Galgar Road. And then all of a sudden it was just all gravel, and I'm like, this is not the Galgar Road that I know. And now I literally live right off of that Galgar Road. Oh. It's just crazy. Just... Not all gravel anymore. <laughs> Parts of it, a little bit, yes. Oh, okay. All right, let's, uh, let's get into these interviews with the winter sports. We'll be right back with our first one in just a second. All right, we are back with the first of our winter sports on this winter sports preview extravaganza episode. care. we're going to start off with boys swimming. We have with us the boys swimming and diving head coach, Mr. Jason Osbolt, along with one of the swimmers on the team, Max Pabian. So, uh, Coach Osbolt, let's start with you. Can you introduce yourself? First of all, welcome. I should be I should be a better host than that. Where's your be, manners? Yeah, come on. Yeah. It doesn't matter with me. Uh, so we'll start with you, Oz. Uh, just real quick, who are you? What do you do at Lockport? How long you've been coaching? That sort of thing. Uh, well, I'm Jason Osbold. I have um, I'm a dean of students at the freshman center. Um, I have been coaching swimming since I started. So it's my 17th year of coaching. However, this is my Seventh, eighth year of head coaching for boys swimming and diving. So, time yeah. time flies when you're having fun, Oz. You, know, you can't even yeah, remember. Very much so. Yeah. Or you just get old and all the years run together, and it's and you can't remember anything. Yeah. One of the two. It's one of the two. We're also joined by one of the swimmers on the team this year, Max Pavian. Max, give us a little background. Tell us about yourself. Uh, well, hello. Uh, I am a varsity swimmer. I've been swimming on the varsity team for four years, but I've been swimming in general for roughly a decade now. So I've been swimming for a long time and I swim the freestyle races. So the 200 and then the 500. Freestyle race. So you're a senior, Max? Yes. All right. Congratulations. Welcome. Uh, thanks for putting up with Oz for four years. I sympathize with you. I will say this, Max, I had to share a classroom with Oz, or maybe he had to share a classroom with me. I don't know how that works for a couple of years. And so I, I feel your pain. Ah, okay. It, it's not that bad. <laughs> yeah, right, 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 right. Fortunate. We're, we, me and you, Max, we're fortunate souls. That's yeah. what it is. 
Hey, don't don't uh, don't exclude me. I got to take over for Oz's uh, classroom down uh, down in 106 underneath all the flags. He was gracious enough to uh, to leave all the decorations up. So thank you. Thank you. Everything. Oh, well. So we're going to talk about uh, the winter season that's coming up here. I'll let the care take the first question, but uh, we just want to kind of hear about what a little preview of the season. Yeah. So uh, first of all, it's, I'm glad I get to finally see what it looks like inside of a Dean's office. Never had that uh, opportunity as a student. So liar. uh, (laughs) (laughs) Um, But yeah, obviously, you know, a lot of changes for all sports, you know, this year with, uh, with COVID and, and IHSA making changes and scheduling. So just why don't you talk to us a little bit about how that's specifically impacted uh, you guys with boys swimming? Uh, well, I mean, it started good for four days and then, and then we got shut down. So um, that was nice. Uh, I think that one of the biggest things is the format for swimming has now changed because of all the COVID restrictions this year, there's no relays and that's, was a pretty huge part of our competition, getting the four guys together. Uh, there's three different relays, so we can't do that. So now it's all individual, um, and one curveball that's kind of thrown in there is an individual can do four events, where in the past they could either do two relays and two individuals or three relays and one individual. Now one person can swim four different events. So um, it's going to be a little bit different, a little bit competitive. There's a lot more, there's a lot a less events for even more people to be fighting over for, you know, big championship meets and stuff. So four, four days and then you were shut down. Is that what you said, Oz? Yes, that's correct. Yeah. And so right now we're on a pause, correct? We're recording this in the middle of December. So we're on a pause right now from competition, correct? Correct. Yes. We're just waiting. Waiting. You yeah. like that? Yeah, that was, that was very dramatic. I like it. Uh, so uh, I, we have no sense. Obviously, we've been impacted with basketball by the same thing, but we have no sense about start date, um, any kind of speculation. What do you think might happen? What do you foresee a swim meet looking like, feeling like, anything along those lines? What do you anticipate coming up? Yeah, I mean, IHSA says they're going to reconvene in January and start to make some decisions. I I firmly believe that we will have a season. We are going to have a swim season. What it's going to look like, how long it's going to be, I think those are the variables. Those are the things that are going to be up in here a little bit. But we are going to have something. I think it's going to run very similar to the girls. The girls' team ran this past fall. They did very successfully. Um, really not a lot of issues and problems. So I think it's, it's going to be more of the same of that. It's just we need the green light to get going. Dakara, let's talk to Max. I'm tired of hearing Oz talk. Yeah. Yeah, I thought we put a time limit on two minutes and uh, far exceeded. So <laughs> I guess when you're the dean, you get to make the rules. So yeah. there you go. Um, yeah, so Max, you know, look, with uh, obviously some changes, the season looking a little different for you. Um, is there something that you and your teammates are specifically looking forward to or maybe like a tradition that might not be able to, to happen now with, with some of the changes? Well, I mean, there's a few things that we're going to miss. You know, we normally every year we would swim on Thanksgiving. So, you know, get hungrier for the event. Or we have this specific practice that normally takes place like right after Christmas that I'm not sure if we can do. I mean, we might do it later where we just swim just a hundred hundreds is what we like to call it. So, and just in general, it it just sucks that we don't, like we haven't started already because I mean, yeah. We should already be halfway through our season by now, but we haven't, we can't really get in the water. And we've just been getting like postponed, which I mean, you can't, you have to do it for safety reasons, but yeah, it's just, it could be better, but I am hoping that we will have a season. I'm pretty sure we will. And I think that that'll be fun when we get to it. And we'll just make so, the most of it. So Max, do you, how do you anticipate meets being different once you start competing again from what you normally would experience in a, in a non COVID season? Well, obviously we're not going to have relays. So that's going to make things a bit more, um, well, interesting. Cause I think that the individual events are going to be a lot longer because there's gonna be a lot more people doing them, but we're also probably gonna have to be able to social distance like on the actual pool floor. So I'm not sure how we're going to be able to do that. Or I'm sure there'll be a way, but it's, I think it's going to be a lot more stressful when it comes to the um, 
actual races because you're going to be swimming a lot more at a meet than normal because the individual races tend to be a bit more intense than the relays just because, well, they're, they're longer for one, most of them. And for, you're also not swimming them with another, with other teammates. It's all, it's all on you, but it's another thing that we'll get past. I'm sure I'm just, I'm just happy that there is a chance that we'll be able to swim at meets. Yeah. yeah. Max, you're senior, you're senior. Do you have any plans for next year yet? Or are you still working on that? Uh, yeah, I plan on uh, swimming in. I plan on swimming in college, and I also plan on uh, doing pre-med courses so I can eventually apply for med school. Well, good for you. Look at that, Decare. Another guy smarter than you. Yeah. <laughs> it's, like, it's starting to be a pattern with every guest. I don't. I don't like this. <laughs> um, Oz, tell us. Uh, give us a little preview of the team. Who you got back? Who are some of your standouts? What are your strong events? Anything that like that stands out. Yeah, um, so obviously we got Max here. He's one of our distance swimmers. Um, comes with a lot of good experience and he's uh, going to be helping train up some of our younger uh, kids that we have on varsity. Uh, most of our varsity team is sophomores. Um, we have some uh, really good uh, individuals, Matthew Johnson, Ryan O'Connor, Michael Erickson. Um, they kind of have some experience with them, backstroke events butterfly um they're they're pretty versatile um so it, it's nice i guess for this year that i have some kids that are pretty versatile in what they can swim and and what they can do now that they can do more individual events um another senior i got tommy abramite who's been doing the brushstroke for us for a few years um looking for him to have another good season uh and just a lot of the other positions though are kind of all up for grabs so it's nice because everyone's going to start to rise to that level of competition and they're going to go after it if they really want it. They have to they have to prove it and, and get it. So overall, I think we only graduated what max two seniors last year, and that's it. And yeah, so only one of us. Yeah, and everyone else is is back from the same team, and we're we're losing a couple this year, but for for the most part, nice solid core of individuals that we're going to be moving for the next few years. Do you think to care anything else for the swim crew? No, just, uh, you know, I just hope that you guys are able to have and uh, just like all of us that are that are waiting, um, you know, but at least if you guys have that opportunity to continue a lot of those great traditions and, uh, you know, Max, obviously wish you well with your senior year, finish up your, your career here at Lockport Strong and, uh, you know, just uh, good luck to uh, good luck to the team there, Oz. Well, oh, I can't forget my diver, too. Oh, that's right. Rannick Jelinek. We'll be back again, and we'll contribute a little bit too as a senior. So, see, you All almost. Right. It's a good thing. It's a good thing that Ducare had another question and gave you time to think about it. Yeah, I was a little slow on that. Yeah, I got it. Um, yeah. So, thanks, guys, for taking a, few, a couple minutes to come on and chat with us about a little uh, swimming preview. We wish you the best, Max. Good luck to you as you move on from Lockport down the road. I hope nothing but the best for you, Oz. Well. We'll still see you. So I'm here. Yeah. Thanks for coming on, guys. That was our swim head coach, Jason Osbolt, along with senior Max Paby. And we'll be back with the cheerleading team. Okay. We are back with our cheerleading representatives this time. So we're continuing to go through these winter sports to care and uh, bringing uh, a, one of the most decorated programs at Lockport High School in the last 15 or 20 years or so, the cheerleading program. We've got our head coach, Ms. Jenny Crumlindy, and a senior, Jada Bender. So I'm going to have you guys introduce yourselves first. So, uh, Jenny, you can go first. Just tell us uh, just tell us how long you've been at Lockport and a, just a real brief about your background. Sure. Um, I have been coaching at Lockport since 2012. Um, I started coaching at the JV level, and then um, after a couple years, I moved to varsity um, I've been cheering and coaching my whole life. I cheered at the University of Louisville um, and won three national championships there. So pretty exciting. Um, but yeah. See, see, Decare, we, we only bring legends on the show. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> that's it. Doctors uh, and legends. <laughs> that's right. Yeah, it's true. Uh, okay. And Jada, why don't you uh, tell us a little bit about yourself? Um, I'm a senior, and I've been on varsity for three years, and I've been cheering for a total of, like, eight years, I think. Senior. Jada, do you know what you're going to do next year yet? 
Yes, um, I want to go to college. I'm not sure what yet, but I want to do uh, nursing. Nursing. Good for you. Cool. All right, so, um, yeah, like, uh, like Coach Hespel said, very decorative program here. Actually, fun fact, the first sport we ever previewed on – we're all about history here. First sport we ever previewed on the Porter Podcast uh, back, in, uh, back in the summer when we started this uh, podcast, did our top ten moments from the fall uh, to highlight all those positives. And, uh, you know, we talked about cheer – and it was just amazing to, to, uh, to hear about all the, the state finals and state championships and those top three finishes. And uh, so just, just hats off to, uh, to you and, and the program and, and your history. But, um, you know, all the sports this year have been impacted in some capacity with, uh, with COVID and, and whatnot. So just talk a little specifically about how cheer has been impacted and what you've had to do to kind of overcome some of that. Sure. Um, so a big part of cheer is stunting and that's when like we lift each other and like the flyers go in the air and the base is base and the back spots are in the back. Um, and we haven't been able to do that at all. There was like a short period, like one week that it was allowed. Um, and then it got taken away pretty quickly. Um, so we haven't been able to do that. We've really been only able to tumble and jump and like work on motions and stuff and learn the sideline cheers. So it's been a big change because we spend a majority of our summer um, working on that stuff just to like get in sync with each other. So we've been focusing a lot more on like conditioning and a lot of the little things. So this is the winter sports preview coach. Can you tell us a little bit about the team you've got coming back this year and what kind of some of your expectations are, maybe some of who some of the top uh, team members are that are returning? Sure. Um, so in our winter season, we're expecting to do like we're, really well. Um, tumbling is one of our strong suits. So not being able to stunt is not like the worst thing. It stinks, but um, we're really strong in the aspects that we're going to be able to do. Um, so we're really hoping for like a top finish again. And um, all my seniors coming back are great. Um, we have a lot of new freshmen that are really good too. So it should be a good year. Yeah. So, uh, so Jada, um, obviously, you know, you said you've been uh, on varsity for three years, you said, Yes. Um, so a lot of tradition, you know, a lot of success with the cheer program. Uh, I'm sure, you know, everyone's well aware in the program of, of its history. Is there something, you know, that uh, you typically look forward to that you guys do every year that, that maybe you're not going to be able to do this year? Um, I would say for me and majority of my team, we enjoy competing the most and just stepping out on the mat and like hearing the crowd cheer for you and like everyone just wants you to do your best. That's probably one of the best feelings as a cheerleader. So this year it's going to be tough, not necessarily being able to get that at like the normal level we would. I hope that we still get to compete in some aspects because that's better than nothing, but it's definitely going to be a lot different. So Jada, talk to us maybe uh, for just a minute about what a cheer competition usually looks like versus what you expect it might look like this year with uh, everything we're going through. So normally from what I hear about like the stands, my parents always say they have to like fight over seats. So normally it is very crowded and very crazy. And especially like for Lockport, we have a lot of fans. So normally there's a lot of people there for us and it's just like us like, walk the hallways and people are like oh my gosh Lockport Lockport so it's nice to get like recognized from other schools and everyone always just tells us like how good we are and it's just it's nice to be in that atmosphere and like being able to cheer on other teams too because Lockport has great sportsmanship like everybody on my team is so nice and we love supporting other teams so and not having that as well doesn't help and we have um teams from other schools that we're friends with and we always like are always there to cheer them on so i just feel like a big part of our sport is being taken away yeah for sure mm -hmm. well on a you know on a positive note then you know reflecting on your your time here at Lockport going into your senior year, what would you say is a, a favorite memory or a top moment for you with the, uh, the cheer program? Um, I have two. Uh, you only get one. You only get one. <laughs> <laughs> Don't listen to them. 
So I really enjoyed um, our first competition at Lockport. I feel like Jen did an amazing job at running the whole thing. And I feel like everything went really nice and we performed very well there. And then my second favorite would be, well, actually these are probably tied, um, was getting third at state because that was my first time on varsity ever being on podium. So that was a really cool experience. And this year, I hope we get to experience that again. Yeah. Uh, Jenny, so like the normal competitions, lots of teams, right? And people everywhere. How's that going to be different? Um, it depends if we're going to be able to have them in person or virtually. Um, they're kind of deciding between different ways and some competitions are going to be virtual. Some will be hybrid um, and have some teams come in, but they can only be in our COVID region. Um, so if that's the case and we get to go in person, it'll be more of like a bus drops you off, you warm up, you compete, you probably won't see another team. And then you just get back on the bus and the awards will be virtual. Um, but yeah, other than that, I mean, if it's virtual, we'll have, like a week or whatever to try to hit a routine, um, get it on film and send it in. And same thing, the judges will judge it um, on one of the days and then the next day they'll have an award ceremony virtually. So big time differences. Yeah, really, big really big difference. If you need, if you need any editing skills to make uh, the routine better, Hespel is the, uh, the master <laughs> of editing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's what I need. I need something else to do to care, thanks. <laughs> um Carol, you got any other questions or you just got I just I just gotta ask uh you know as as being a football coach and and uh you know not having a season I gotta ask uh both of you how weird were Friday nights during the fall with uh without being at, at a game? It was so I, weird. I felt it like a lost really puppy. <laughs> yeah, I was like, what do people do on Friday night? <laughs> I'm not used to it. And same thing, like we're usually cheering basketball games right now, right. and over Thanksgiving I was like, oh. Yeah. We don't have to cheer yeah. for four games. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man, it's funny. Uh, well, thanks, you guys, for coming on and taking a few minutes tonight to uh, share a little bit about your season. Hopefully we have one, and hopefully it's a successful one. Jada, good luck to you as you move on to college and, uh, and become a nurse. Thank you. Uh, great. We clearly need more nurses, so that's yes. – <laughs> uh, But, yeah, thanks for giving us a few minutes of your time. We appreciate it, and uh, good luck this season. Thank yeah, you, good luck. Thank you. And we're back with our next sport to preview. It's a new winter sport this year to care. First time ever, thanks to COVID and some shuffling around of seasons, the badminton team is moving from the spring to the winter. So this is kind of unique. And where where better to talk about it than the Porter Pridecast to care? That's right. Breaking uh, breaking news here. Justin from the IHSA. Oh, Justin, hey, yes. Oh, wait, wait. I just got off the phone with the director. You heard it here first. Um, all right, so we are joined by badminton head coach, Miss Stacy Sparlin, and one of her senior athletes, Justina Pavoni. So, Coach Sparlin, first of all, just brief introduction. Who are you? What do you do at Lockport? How long have you been there? Uh, my name is Ms. Sparlin. I'm a PE teacher at the Freshman Center, and I've been at Lockport for 22 years now. Woo. Yeah. How many years have you been coaching badminton? Um, this will be last year. This will be my fifth. So. And before that, you coached tennis, correct? Yeah, I was the head tennis for 12, 12 years before that for girls and boys. There you go. And Justina, tell us a little bit about yourself. Um, well, my name is Justina. I'm on, I've been on badminton since freshman year, but I was lucky enough to be on varsity since my sophomore year, so I got my own, like, varsity seasons. Um, I'm a senior and I'm ready and to, like, finish. What are you going to be doing? What are you going to do next year? Do you know yet? Um, I'm going to Lewis University. I just got accepted, and um, I'm probably going to go into a uh, major in, like, air traffic controlling, like, aviation and all that. Nice. Congratulations to you. Yeah, That's awesome. Congrats. Very cool. Yeah, um, yeah so, you know, uh, with all these winter sports that we've been talking to, 
you know, obviously everyone's being impacted. Uh, like Coach Hespel mentioned, you guys, huge, uh, huge change here for you, uh, completely changing seasons, moving, moving up a little bit from the spring to uh, now. So, you know, besides that, what, uh, why don't you talk a little bit about some uh, other ways that you guys have been impacted and specifically how you've kind of had to deal with some of those changes with COVID? Well, just COVID's been throwing everybody a curveball. I mean, uh, even like right before we were going to have a summer camp, you know, they changed the regulations again, and then we couldn't do what we were planning to do for camp. So, um, so yeah, so we actually didn't have camp this summer. So uh, we did, we have been having some open gyms, but, you know, just a few, you know, it's affected everybody. Mm. And uh, Sparlin, can you give us a little bit of uh, a preview of what the badminton team has in store this year? Maybe, maybe returners or what your outlook for the season is or anything like that? Yeah, um, I'm really excited. Uh, so like two years ago, we actually kept the largest amount of freshmen ever. Usually we only keep 20 freshmen on the freshman team, but we actually kept a total of 27 freshmen. Um, seven of them we moved up to the JV team. So although last year we only, you know, played for two weeks, um, all 27 of those freshmen came back out uh, for last season. So we, you know, we have a, a big group of kids and, um, you know, hopefully they're all going to come out this year. So I think, uh, I think we're looking good. Um, and I think everybody's excited. Like, you know, like we're just like, all right, let's play. Let's, let's do fun. something. Yeah. <laughs> Get in the gym. <laughs> so, uh, so Justina, you said, um, you know, this will be your third year on, on varsity. Um, you know, kind of looking back at, at some of the past seasons, is there something, you know, as, as a program that you, uh, like a, a tradition you guys have that, you know, maybe you're not going to be able to do now with, uh, with some of the changes? I mean, I only I always liked how on varsity everyone bonded as a team, and I feel like this year we won't be able to bond as much and like really stay as a group since we can't even like hang out like after and like we'll have to be like separated a lot because of six feet and all that. So I mean, it's I'm sort of sad about not being able to like you know be all together. And that was like one thing I really liked about being a part of like varsity is the fact that everyone was like a family and it would, we'd meet after and like have like team like gatherings and like either like creating birdies, like painting them or like simply even my first year, like sophomore year being on varsity, I was the only sophomore and I didn't know anyone. And they invited me to the team bonding and I really got to know everyone and they really made me feel welcome. So I feel like some newbies that might be on varsity this year won't get that same welcoming, welcoming that I did, for example. So I'm sort of sad about like that. That's a great story. Yeah. Uh, Justina, talk to us a little bit about what in a regular year, what does a badminton meet look like? And then what do you expect? How do you expect it to be different this year? the actual competitions? I mean, um, simply just like, for example, back then we would all like gather together, like huddle around right before our games, like start like yelling, hyping each other up, like with our team chants and on. It was like always so exciting. Everyone's like getting all like pumped up to like go and like win another game. Like, or even if we like lost, we would like, you know, just get ready. So then we would learn something new and then, bring it to our next match and possibly win that one. And I feel like this year we won't be able to like, again, once again, come together and like help each other. There's not going to be like, even like when we're like talking to our coaches, like when during like the break of a game, I feel like we're going to have to be so far apart. There's no way to like actually like discuss what's going on, like secretively where like you can like talk individually. It's like, everyone's gonna know it's no like private time i mean badminton's already like sort of separated since we're on both sides of the court it's not really together but like i mean i don't know how dull is gonna be now when like we're usually pretty close to each other so sort of nervous about that what do you think sparlin you ready to go for a january start here or what 
I'm ready. I'm excited. I tell you what, when uh, they shut us down last year, I mean, I think just all of us were in shock, you know, kind of a, you know, just like depressive state. Um, you know, nobody knew what was going on. Nobody really knew what to say. And uh, so I was excited when I heard they were going to move it up. Like, let's go. We're ready. <laughs> right, Justina? Yes. I'm excited to start again. Yeah, that's good. Dakar, you got anything else for these two? Yeah, just, uh, you know, Justina, it's all the sports we've talked to. It's been kind of cool. Uh, you know, all the athletes that have been on have been seniors. So you know, we've kind of asked each one, you know, going into your senior year, kind of re reflecting on your, your time uh, at Lockport, you know, in the badminton program. Is there a, a top memory or a favorite moment, you know, from, uh, from your time playing here at Lockport? Um, honestly, it would probably be like – conference probably for me sophomore year I don't know just like it was when I finally got to like win something and I got like first for both like the doubles position I was playing and for singles and I was just so proud of myself in that moment because like my freshman year I didn't really get to accomplish anything and I've like built up like my perf like perf like playing and I've gotten like so much better than at the beginning of the season and I was just like to me that's still my proudest moment to this day and I actually felt like part of the team yeah I can remember you jumping up and down after you won those that was fun <laughs> that's great stuff guys um listen we just you know we wanted to we've been trying to speak to all the different winter sports here and just get a quick preview from all of them so Thank you for taking a couple minutes to jump on here and tell us about this this crazy new world we're in where badminton's being played in the winter. It's wild. Um, I'm excited for you guys that, especially since you, you basically got your season canceled last year to be able to get going here. Um, so thanks for coming on. Best of luck this season, Justina. Best of luck to you as you move on to Lewis University yeah. uh, next year. So hopefully all that goes well. Thanks for coming on, guys. Well, nice talking you. to you. Good luck. Well, thank you to those winter sports from boys swimming and diving, cheerleading, and the newest winter sport, badminton. Great to hear from them. Great to hear their perspectives on dealing with all the COVID stuff and a little glimpse into what they're anticipating their season to be like. So hopefully we get them all started up soon here in January and they get they get going and having successful seasons. Yeah, it was uh, – it was – Nice to hear from three seniors as well with the uh, with their respective sports. So, kind of getting their take on everything going into their final year. Obviously, not the the year that they had imagined, but you know, this is the year that none of us had imagined. But you know, just kind of hearing them reflect on their time as a, as a porter heading into their final season, uh, you know, it's really a uh, really cool perspective from those uh, those seniors. And obviously, it's always nice to hear from the coaches on their outlooks and and uh, you know the excitement of of a new season. You know, those, those little butterflies you get as you prepare and, uh, you know, all that preparation that goes in. So, you know, really looking forward for them, the opportunity to get to, uh, to compete in their respective sports. Yeah. And we're on. We're on to 2021. We're on to our next 20 episodes. Most importantly, we're on to our next 2,500 listeners. That's right. So. I wonder how many chipping away, chipping away before you know it, there'll be a zero at the end of that 2,500 and then we'll be at a quarter million and, and then we'll retire and we'll shut it down, pass it along to the next wonderful hosts. Someone out there who's eight right now will be hosting <laughs> one day. Well, I don't know. After that, uh, after that awesome intro, Elena might be taking this over, um, Sooner than that. Keep it in the So we move on. Episode 22 coming up here. We'll drop before the new year. So be on the lookout for that. It's a decade series on boys track. And I'm telling you, we got two super powered athletes on there. Two of the best ever in the history of Lockport, which you can't take lightly because hundred plus years of athletics have been a lot of great ones, but without a doubt, these are two of the best ever in any sport that we have coming on the show. So that's going to be exciting to hear from them. And then we'll dive into 2021 with a new semester's worth of Lockport Porter news. 
That's why they call it the news, right? Because it's new. Yeah, I think uh, I think that I think you're onto something there. Never really thought of that, but you know, it all it all makes sense now. It, it, well, I don't know if it all makes sense now, but <laughs> oh, yeah, well, no, nothing ever sure. makes sense. So we uh, we 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 are trying to continue to work on a diverse set of topics. So if you uh, if you have anything good that you think would be a great feature for the show, make sure you hit us up. Uh, you can find us on Twitter or Instagram at Porter Pridecast. You can email us your ideas, Porter Pridecast at lths.org. Make sure you're listening anywhere you can find podcasts. Give us a like, give us a rating. Most importantly, subscribe. Same with YouTube. If you want to watch us, who wouldn't want to watch us? It's a no brainer. Something like that. So anyway, make sure you follow along and join in the conversation here and let us know if there's anything we should be covering because to care, no one talks porters like we talk porters. That's right. Merry Christmas, happy holidays, and happy new year. We'll talk to you all soon. Go porters. Go porters. Hey, listeners. This is Brett Hespel of the Porter Pridecast. Just wanted to thank you for joining the show, but we also want to make sure you follow along. So here's uh, our other host, Adam DeCare. We'll talk about where you can follow us. Yeah, again, uh, thanks for, for logging in, listen, giving us a listen. Uh, make sure to follow us on all your social media needs on Twitter and Instagram. You can find us at Porter Pridecast for both. So give us a like, give us a retweet. Spread the word, tell all your friends, tell all your followers, like both those accounts and keep on coming back. And you can get the show, you can get our podcast wherever you find your podcasts. And you could also check out Porter Pridecast TV on YouTube. Just search Porter Pridecast on both and you'll be able to come up with them. Um, so make sure you uh, uh, subscribe to both of those channels so you can get all the episodes when they come out. Don't forget to, uh, to leave us those reviews, preferably five stars, and keep, uh, keep spreading the word. Go Porters. Go Porters. <laughs>